1: Head to ICanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Um, Down there in the Taranaki, your home region, Kimpi, where you grew up, out there mucking out boxes, no doubt, just doing all the hard yards at the track. <laughs> don't, maybe
0: do get him started, buddy, maybe, He's listening.
1: Maybe track work riding, <laughs> early hours slaving it away. Tony Kemp, your old mate, Alan Sherrick's on the line. Morning, Al.
2: Hey Louie. I hope you're not talking about Kempy doing that. We did that. He was running around with a ponytail down to his bottom, mate, playing league. <laughs>
1: we did that. Don't
0: worry. Yeah. Yeah, I do I do remember that trip down to Wanganui Al where, where Teza threw those hay bales around and I nearly broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you have
2: haven't you, told Louie about the chartreuse either, eh, Mac? Nah, mate, <laughs> I, I haven't <laughs> told Louie about
0: any of those drinking trips, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: believe that to the imagination, Louie. How are you, Tony? Alright?
0: Yeah, not too bad, mate. How'd you, how'd you go yesterday? Uh,
2: two were shinsaw and they went real good. Uh, the boat forces to watch the two-year-old run third and Stevie Max is going to develop into a lovely silly two. She ran fifth. The one in the last would be hard to beat on Monday. It ran third, so up to 2,000 metres, it'll be a chance on the 27th. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. And you've got fully running on Sunday in Cinerama. Does she get out of the gates there this weekend or not?
2: Well, maybe she needs to talk to you, Mac. She likes sort of staying and giving <laughs> them a start. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but if she didn't perform well enough on uh, Boxing Day, she'll be retired, Mac, and we'll, we'll go to the Stallions next year. So. Uh, It's in the lap of her, God, at this stage. But she's worked super. But, um, yeah, she's got that funny habit, mate, that we're struggling to break, to be
0: honest. mate, I I haven't asked you the question. This is is a true story too, Louie. I haven't asked you a question. But what's it like having a Philadelphia lawyer, your brother, as your boss (laughs) of the racing game in New Zealand now?
1: Well,
2: I said to the boys at The Gap this morning, uh, a few issues in racing, and I hope we're sort of not in an intoxicated state on the 28th, Could I, I could see me and him having an argument, uh, Tony, to be honest, there's a few things I'd like to see sorted out, but um, yeah, let's hope we don't get to that stage, mate, it's, uh, on all those trips, Mac, we've never come to blows, but it's starting
1: to annoy me some of the things that are going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, here you yeah, Alan. So just for context, um, Bruce Sherick, this new COO of NZ Thoroughbred Racing, uh, another, well, you know, obviously the great mate of yours, Kempi and uh, Alan's brother. That, is she on that, Alan? I don't know if you've seen the, the press release or what's come to following that Trentham debacle, but there's a bunch of stuff we'll go through later in the show. I won't bore you with it, mate. I'm more curious yeah. about how your team's been travelling through the summer months. I mean, you're pretty versatile. A lot of yours go well on the wetter tracks as well, but do you have to change much when it comes into the warmer months or it's just routine by now?
2: Oh, uh, mate, you, you, you're probably anaerobic when you're back on from a bit, really. Like firmer ground, they don't need the, the attrition and the hard yards like they do in heavy ground. So um, you come back off the pedal a wee bit. But, um, yeah, the likes of Waisaki and Al-Hail Mary, they're tracking well towards the Wellington Cup. Um, Darcy LaBella, she's going super Frodo went well the other day Robbie's name was too good for him on that day So
1: yeah, we got some nice horses Pick a pretty good Louis. All right. So Frodo was He's been a well, you know, He's on an enigma But I guess he kind of became one of the real Consistent bets over the last 18 months Anything gone wrong Or he's just not kind of come up The oh, way you'd expect we-
2: no, nah, we found issues in his back, Louie, and, and uh, he was he was injected by the vet. Um, Tommy Burns was a great help. Um, yeah, he's had his issues, mate. He's why he's, he's called Frodo. He's not the he's like an equine sausage dog, so he's probably structurally not not the perfect individual. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, we've had a few issues, Louie, but you know, for a horse that's probably 15 hands and with a sway back, he's done a pretty good job, mate. I think he's. Pushing four hundred thousand, so yeah, he's been
0: a good stable rep, mate. Yeah. Hey Al, you've had some you've had some good apprentices. Um, you have got another one in Hazel that picked up the title this year. What just what is it, mate? What's the one thing that uh, an apprentice um, and that you've found out over the years? Yeah, you know, even Scotty when he was doing the jumps, um, yeah. that they really need to to nail uh, to to sort of get those get those um, those wins those high awards that you seem to just year after year with the apprentices. What's that one thing?
2: You've known me long enough, Mac. It's uh, dedication, work ethic, and my biggest bug here is the ability to drop their error rate. If they ride with a high error rate, they never get to the level that I'd like to see them at. So I'm quite critical on um, the percentages, like getting the right run in a race, going at the right time, doing it right that's the most important thing for me so you know the video analysis with, with all the kids Matt, Michael, even right back to Fletch, we didn't have videos in those days, you just kicked them up the bum, now those you can't do that but um, <laughs> you know Hazel and she's done a great job mate, she works hard at her weight she, she's very unfortunate with her weight but I don't have to tell Hazel too much now um, you know her rate is, is pretty low Normally she's uh, riding at 70% good rides and maybe 30 the other way or 80-20. But, um, you know, when you start doing 50-50s and it's hit and miss, it becomes very, very hard for a mentor and people to put you on. So I think just dropping the error rate, no different to your league, mate. You've got to bat up and get your processes right. And that makes you a better player and it makes you a better rider if you can
1: execute, you know. How have you found uh, dealing with the different generations as I've come through, Alan? Like, 2021, I'm sure an apprentice... Don't get him started. Well, no, I'm serious. Like, dealing with young... It's more of a question about young athletes in general. 2021, like, rookies and whatever sport coming through, they're a completely different breed to what they would have been in the 90s, right? Have you found that you've, you've had to change your approach to get through to them? Yeah.
2: Yeah, massively frustrating to a degree, mate. Um, and, and you've had to... Uh, I've had to soften. I, I believe the world has softened. You know, we've become more PC. Louie, I'm not. I'm not being disrespectful to society now. But there's been a total flip round. And um, don't worry, Bruce is always at me that uh, you know it wasn't how it was when Dad was bringing us up, when Kempy and Bruce were running together, and we were, Dad was booting our bums. You know, I mean, it's all changed, mate. Um, but that's life in general, Louie. If you don't change with the times, well, you fall out of it, don't you? So I, I still think my apprentices know that I'm a hard master. but the likes of Hazel and the later ones, they've had it pretty easy compared to Michael and Matt, you know, when they were back in that era where, you know, you, you demanded respect and you demanded work ethic, and, and those boys all got through, you know. they They did well and, I've continued to do well, and I'm very proud of them still to this day. So, you know, I, I still hear from Michael once a month, and uh, we laugh and joke about things. And yeah, we've got a good rapport. But yeah, society has changed, boys. It has, and um, you know, I, I would say even Kempy's game and rugby. It's not like it used to be, mate. It, it's changed quite a bit. It
0: has. It has, Alan. Don't you ever change? Don't you ever change, mate? Hey, so we, we're tell, talking. To the punters about a winner, and on Sunday you got a good one in Darcy LaBella. Um, I reckon that's the lay, of the lay of the weekend. What do you reckon?
2: Well, I'd be a bit careful there, boys, because uh, once she's drawn 8 2, I haven't got a suitable rider, and I see the TRD have put her out to a doubtful starter. Um, on Sunday at New Plymouth, I like a Lamborough lad in the 74 1800. He went big last start. I've got a mate in you know, it that they uh, jumped out of trees to back and she's come on from that race, show us more of the Schwarzier filly. So if she drills an alley on Sunday, she'll be very hard to beat. So, um, yeah, that too to watch for, for Monday anyway. And then I think uh, you're down with us, Tony, and... We'll have our eventful trip with the boys, of which you'll probably struggle with, with my brother. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got to be hard into that boys, and sometimes you just got to stretch your heart a little
0: bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't struggle as um, as much as the the CEO. Uh, no, right. But as
2: we speak, yeah. I would think.
0: Yeah, yeah it's the 29th too. Just quietly.
2: No, <laughs> uh, the twenty your day. We're having to go the twenty eighth, and then we'll finish you on the twenty So that's all right, Matt.
1: <laughs> Two day affair Hey uh, Al, just quickly before I let you go Wysocki, uh, what a wonderful horse he's been And Seamus, too I'd be very interested to know what their targets are And how they're travelling
2: Yeah, Seamus will run in the Wellington Guineas Louie, next start um, I don't, you know, I'm not being disrespectful He hasn't beaten a lot yet But he's a very, very progressive horse He's got a great attitude, big strong animal. 1400 at Wellington. I hold no fees for him. I will pay a late on to the Bayer. Um, Whether I can get to a mile and a half with a with a horse by Sham Express out of the Perincanto mare, I'd I'd probably have to get changed in the telephone box. I'd have to be (laughs) superman. So I'm a little bit cautious there, Louis. Um, But he he's come through his race super. I'm just hacking him around this week and he's as bright as a button. But he's a lovely, lovely animal. Waesaki's still tracking well. Um, it's about getting him right for the right race. Um, he'll run on the Ashes for in the Cup next but Then uh, the Trenton Stakes next two weeks out from the Wellington Cup and I still think I'm right on target with him, uh, contrary to his form. But... Louis, you can't win every race or else you get to the cup with 62 kilos and you can't win anyway. So uh, my syndicate knows how we're tracking and I'm very happy with them at this stage.
1: Yeah, and they're also telling me that you're making the best sausages in all of Taranaki these days.
2: I'm making the best what? Sausages. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry about that, mate. We've got a butcher out watcher. But... Um... What's in the sausages the MB you notes, know, all sorts of products. No sausages. I can't let that on the radio, my
1: friend. Okay, that's your secret, so your secret recipe. Hey, thanks for joining us, Al.
2: Nah, good as going, well, boys. Have a good morning. See you, See you soon, ya. mate. Bye-bye.
1: I don't know well, I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> allegedly he's got the best sausages going around. So I'm not even going to
0: comment on that. Right. I'm not even going to comment on that. But, you know, the, the, the one word that um, really sums up Alan Shirk is resilience, mate. You know, he's, it's really hard for him to, to sort of change with the ages because what you see is what you get with the I He yeah. spoke about that the other day, but that's the beauty of the man. Like the beauty of the man is that you 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 get what you what you see since you since you've been a kid. Um, well,
1: he's a masterful trainer, striking at under five Tony, and like well, he says, you can't win every race so you get too much weight. And there's just a little glimpse into the way his brain works, and yeah, he's very very uh, tactful, and, and he is always respectful whenever I've spoken to Alan and. That's what you know, I judge this stuff on. Interesting dynamic. His brother, Bruce Sharrock, the C, uh, Chief Operating Officer of New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing. And somebody, um, genuinely, I think the industry is very privileged and lucky to have at their disposal at the moment. Now, off the back of that Trentham abandonment where the track was well, was a shamble. So a bit of water came on. We spoke about it ad nauseum when it happened on the Monday. Track too firm, a bit of water came. It meant that it was an ice skating rink. Now, people like Alan Sharrick and Roger James, this was for Captain Cook Day, had told the club and had expressed concerns to New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing. They still had to, everyone went to Wellington. um, Massive cost waste and and for owners and just a total disappointment on the day. New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing has, well, they've uh, commissioned it, they've done a report into this, they've done an interview, Pendent um report into making sure that this doesn't or what they can take from it and here are some actions that they have taken out and they've sent this out and it's a uh, pretty detailed i'm pretty impressed at the speed they've done this the actions the key here is to make sure they follow through so a couple of them i'll, I'll cherry pick new zealand thoroughbred racing to review and update the track preparation policy and abandonment protocols by the end of january 2022 so that'll be an easy one to follow up Uh, New Zealand thoroughbred racing to determine uh, with consultation with the clubs an investment plan for track equipment and resources for the next three years by the end of March 2022. This is a key one because we can't make these tracks safe if the clubs literally don't have the resource to do it. That is very important. We're going to skip a few down here. And I think one of the most uh, important pieces that came out of this at the time was that the industry participants felt like they hadn't been listened to. Jockeys are at the, at the track looking at it going, we don't want to ride on this. Alan Sharrock and Roger James are telling the club and New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing, we don't think this is going to be safe. So New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing, in, consulta- in consultation with the Racing Integrity Board and clubs, are to determine a process to manage queries concerns for, from participants before and after each race meeting by the end of January 2022. And New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing to implement a reporting and action framework for clubs to notify track performance issues during race meetings by the end of January 2022. So to me, that tells... It tells me that they're listening. They're listening that the industry participants were frustrated that their concerns fell on deaf ears. And I was really pleased to see that come through yesterday from Bernard, Bruce and the team at NZTR. So the key will be making sure these actions are gone through, but it's a good start, Kempi.
0: Yeah, look, and I think um, knowing Bruce the way that I do and and it's not just racing I think sport in general um, needs to move away from the old way of thinking you know what I mean like how we used to do things 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago and they need to come and not just bring, you know, you're talking, you're talking to Jamie Richards about stakes money, for instance, and how you're keeping trainers and, and, and enticing owners um, and people to purchase horses. But you also have to look right down to the bottom of the, of the, um, the rung of, of, like, people that prepare tracks. Like, how do you do that to the best of your ability? What sort of, re, you know, talking resource and capability, mm-hmm. what sort of resource and capability do you put into them? Because if you're talking diamonds at the top, Jamie Richards, and you're talking rocks at the bottom, in the middle you have the problem. Yes, Does that make sense? It does. So you've got to talk diamonds at both ends, and you have to fix the issues, and one of the biggest issues and we see this with all the racetracks around the country, and again we talked to um, Paul about this the other day is that the centres should be the centres for racing they should move all of our best trainers into a centre and have them ra- have them racing on rig because you're bringing diamonds with diamonds you know what I mean. Consolidate, and and if you can consolidate the resource, and the and we've got a wonderful resource in all this land around the country, um, and bring that capability, that that cash, it's injection into the sport, that actually grows the sport. Done it, you know. You take away the the old way of thinking, like no, nah, no, nah, you got to come down here to Harwood, mate.
1: You're saying you're, sound, you're sounding dangerously like John Massaro. We could commission a report into all the stuff a few years ago. <laughs> oh,
0: you know, I just man, it's but it's not just racing. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's not just racing.
1: Well, um, we had the point made to us. And we've got to shoot off. We've got to shoot off. I'm, I'm watching the time. Boys, don't freak out. Um, we, had this, we had the point made to us. How many United clubs do you see, sports clubs, around New Zealand? You know, whether it be um, well, U- you know, the mess.
0: I'll, I'll tell you the biggest problem. In my hometown, yep, so Waitara, we had, a, we had a rugby club, a rugby league club, a bowling club, a softball club, a cricket club, a soccer club, a swimming pool. You know what I mean? So we had a swimming club and we had a club, a club, a club, a club, a club. And the reason we had that, because we had industry, we had Subaru, we had Swan Dry, we sure. had Worthwick's, we had Teagle, we had Mutunui, we had Methanex. So all of the money from industry was coming in and giving it to the sports community and saying, build yourself a club. Well, guess what? Industry's gone and all these clubs are dead because there's no money coming in. What needs to happen around the country is amalgamation. You need to amalgamate. It's not just racing. So if you want to have a club, have a hub. So, what's at a rugby league club? What's at a rugby club? What's at a rugby league netball club? What's at a rugby league athletics club? All in the same club, all the same people, all the same money, keeping the club going.
1: Let us know, double eight, double three. What are the best amalgamations of club levels around the country? You know, UMS, I'm thinking of Mutter Mutter. Uh, what are the best versions of this? Amalgamations or United's? We would love to hear from you. 24 minutes past seven o'clock. This is the summer breakfast on SCNZ. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great to catch up with Al Sharrock. Great savings every day.